Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge. My co-host, Mr. Mike Slane, is actually out in the field. We just got four properties under contract this morning, so he's out looking at some deals, but I am bringing you a special guest today, Corey Geary, Mr. Geary. And I met Corey actually down in Key West probably around two or three months ago. And man, I was just blown away. Corey is doing some nationwide wholesaling. And he was telling me a little bit about his business and some of his numbers. And man, oh man, was I impressed. And I had to get Corey on the show. Corey, how are you, man? Welcome. What's up, man? I'm truly blessed and honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great day today. And uh, yeah, man. Thanks, David. Hey, thank you, man. I'm looking forward to networking with you here, sharing yeah. a little bit about what you're doing. Obviously, we're going to be dropping some gold nuggets and sharing some value with all the listeners and the viewers. Uh, but let's just start with like, you know, the basics, man. That's it's usually a great place to start. So, you know, who is Corey and how long have you been in real estate? OK, yeah, good question, man. So, um, yeah, my name is Corey Geary. I'm 44 years old. I live out in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, but we don't do deal. We do deals here, but not just here. We do deals nationwide. We're in 38 different states. I started on my real estate journey in the beginning of 2017. Started as a fix and flipper. On on my third deal, I lost two hundred forty thousand dollars, and it basically holy yeah, cow. I lost my life savings. I lost my 401k money that I was making from the. I used to work in the casino industry. I was a blackjack dealer and. And uh, so I lost the 401k money. I lost my, you know, money I've made on my previous flips. And uh, literally I had to pivot because I didn't have any more money. And I was like, okay, how do these wholesalers get their deals? And I went on Google and I typed in, how do wholesalers get deals? <laughs> and literally guess who popped up? Sean Man. Terry. <laughs> Sean, I was just going to say Sean Terry, Sean one of the OGs. Terry, Sean Terry, dude, he popped up. And so, of course, I bought his course. And at that point, after I buying his course, I really started consuming everything. I implemented it. I was putting out bandit signs, doing a little bit of direct mail, uh, started doing some cold calling. I actually created a cold call center out of my living room. I put a bunch of cubicles in my living room and hired people to come over to my this house. This guy is a straight call. hustler. <laughs> yeah. The HOA hated me. They thought I was having like keg parties every day. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, Sean's just kind of been there throughout my whole journey. Um, I, I bought into his masterminds. I've had some direct one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching with them, and I'm still in one of his masterminds to this day. So the guy's not only just been you know, the biggest inspiration for my real estate, but and personal growth too. The guy's just an amazing human being um, once you get to know him. But uh, yeah, man, that's how I got into wholesaling. Um, I, you know, I did the cold call thing for a while. The problem with cold calling is when I was doing that in my house, it was like running two businesses. I had to run like cold call center, you know, and babysit all these cold callers. And then I had my real estate business because I was still the one, I was going out to appointments in person, walking up deals. I just need a lead flow for very cheap. And that's what the call floor did for me. And so it was, and plus I was working my night job. So I was literally only getting like three or four hours of sleep every single day. And it was, I did that for a whole year and a half. 
ended up leaving the casino, going full-time real estate, and then uh, got out of the cold calling man and transitioned over into PPC. And from there, I grew the nationwide model. Um, we've been nationwide with the PPC now since uh, probably early 2020. Okay. So you got about a year and a half under your belt with that. Man, that was a ton. So you're in 38 yeah. different states. You live in Phoenix. You're 44 years old. You started out with the cold calling and the bandit signs and stuff like that. You transitioned over to yep. AdWords, where you have been uh, since early 2020. And you lost Correct. big money on that first deal. Man, I just I got to ask. It was my third, right? actually. It, it third was deal. Third. Okay, on one of one deal. of your first or one of your first couple deals. Yeah, yeah. First and how much did you lose? Two hundred forty thousand dollars. Holy! Man. How does that even? How does that even okay, happen, I'll, I'll, man? I'll explain that a little bit. So the first one, it took me six months. I made eight grand. Second one, it took me like three months, and I made like twenty grand. And then, like literally, I'm like, okay, I got this down. I figured this out, right? And you, you, you don't know what you don't know, and you think, right? You, you, get, you get your ego gets like, oh, I made money. I'm making money. So I bought four wholesale deals all at once. And I had to get a new contractor because the contractor we were using, we just didn't see eye to eye and we got into it and he ended, we ended up parting ways. Well, the problem was the new contractor was worse than the old contractor and he saw a mark on us. I didn't do my due diligence on him. I didn't check the RLC. I didn't, you know, I just, you know, I, I gave him the, all four properties and I was still working on my night job. And literally I was just cutting checks every single week. What he told us that we owed him. I wasn't following up with the properties. I mean, I was just a complete idiot to be honest with you, because we were new and we didn't know what we're doing. And it's, you know, it's no excuse whatsoever. And I paid the price for it. And, you know, by the time we caught on to him, you know, finally we're starting to go after the properties, you know, and it's like, man, you're not doing shit. And it was pretty much too late, dude. And he, like, he took us for 240 pretty quickly because those four properties he was building us on. You know what I mean? And then it wasn't, this, that wasn't all the remodel. Cause I, I, the 240 was, I ended up wholesaling the properties off. I lost all my money. And so I lost money from the down payment that I, you know, about the properties, I lost all my down payment money, you know, all that interest money. And it being a total of two for it. I can't remember what the exact remodel. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, that's a quarter million was, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the total, the total hit I took on it. And, uh, man, yeah, he just caught me really good. And, you know, like I said, he saw a mark on us cause he knew we're newbies and we, 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 we tried suing them, but when you sue somebody who has no money, he spent all that money. He was literally doing it to a bunch of other uh, investors around the valley. And he was basically robbing Peter, what is that old saying, Robert Peter to play Paul or whatever. Yep. And so other people he was owing money to, he was taking and just like, and it was just a big old racket. And we got a little bit of money back. I think I might've got back maybe 20 or 30,000 from him um that he uh gave us he gave us back and then of course I, I wrote that off in taxes and i got some money back from taxes so you know i didn't end up losing all that but it was pretty it was a pretty big hit man and that was what really kind of was a big pivot in my real estate journey when i dove into wholesaling and and i still fix and flip to this day i probably have about six going on right now i love fixing and flipping um especially locally but uh you know i'm a lot <laughs> i do it a lot differently now than uh than I did it back then. So nice. Uh, All right. I mean, fix six fix and flips is quite a bit, man. That's impressive. Yeah. You I say got, it like know, it's I, like no big deal. That's pretty impressive. I got a really good relationship. And it, it's all about people, man. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that's everything. I got a good relationship with a GC out here that we, 
like he's like a good friend now. Like I go to his house for dinner all the time, him and his wife, and they're throwing my baby shower at his house. I mean, the guy is just amazing. And I can literally just give him properties. And now I, I, we have, I have such a trust factor with him and he trusts me that like, I don't even have to go to the properties. I can just cut them checks and I, he manages them and he, he, he doesn't try to rip me off and he gives me great deals on pricing. He's, they've been a true blessing in my business. I wouldn't yeah, be able it to sounds do, like it. It sounds I wouldn't like able to do that many flips at one time and run my wholesaling company and do all the other stuff I'm doing, e-commerce and mobile homes and oil and gas and all this other stuff that I'm like running in every direction in without these guys, man. They've been, they've been a blessing. Man, I love it. So I got to ask, before we jump into your business and some of the stuff that you're doing, you were at the casino prior to real estate? 17 years, man. You worked at a casino for 17 years, Corey? Yeah, dude. I was Holy a cow. I mean, that, that in itself is kind of cool and impressive, man. It, I was a blackjack dealer, man. And I just got way too complacent because the money was good. I was making about, you know, anywhere from 110 to 140,000 a year because you make your money from tips. And it's, I was working six to eight hours a night. You have Monday, Tuesdays off. And it's just party life, man. It's the fast life. You go to work, you make your tip money. When you're off, you're drinking and doing drugs and doing everything else. <laughs> it's just a fast. And that's all it was, man. And, and I just got way too comfortable with it. And so when did you leave like, the, when did you leave the, the blackjack dealer role? The end of 2018. Um, it was funny. Uh, Sean Terry made me do this uh, oath that I, I, I would uh, donate 15 grand to a charity if I didn't quit my job by the end of 2018. At the time, when 2018, the end of 2018 was coming, I didn't plan on quitting. I was like, well, if I have to donate the money, whatever. I go to Vegas and I go uh, ice skating on top of one of the casinos and I fall and break my wrist. So like literally it was a sign from God that I had to quit. So besides Sean Terry, God made me quit. I was like, I was going to be out for three months anyways. I'm like, you know what? This is the sign. This is it. And I went into the casino and handed them my resignation letter and they turned around and walked me right back out that same night. Like, wow. Yeah. Man, that is awesome. That's so cool. Well, Corey, again, I'm just super happy that I got you on the show today. Um, awesome. I really want to dive in and learn a little bit about, not a little, I mean, really, I'd like to learn a lot about, you know, what your business looks like. Um, I'd like to ask, you know, about the marketing side of things. What are you guys sure. doing for the leads? You know, what type of systems and softwares are you guys using? Um, and then also what that team looks like. And then once we're done, you know, talking through that, then, you know, we can wrap up and talk about, you know, some of the programs that you're actually offering as well. Sure. So yeah, let's jump in, man. What are you guys? So first and foremost, nationwide wholesaling, you said you're in 38 different States. Yep. That's impressive. What are the, like, you know, there's 12 that are excluded there. Are those like the coastal States or or what's the so, reasoning behind not, not 50, so right? The way I pick my, I run my PPC a little different than most people. Like uh, either people run their PPC where they're very narrow targeted. Like say, for example, in Phoenix, Arizona, they'll run their PPC with exact match keywords and they try to control the cost per click. And then their conversions are $700 cost per conversion, which is ridiculous. I, I'm very broad. So I go state by state. And what I'll do is I'll turn a state on. I'll let it run for two months. I analyze my KPIs. I look at what my cost per click is. I look at what my cost per conversion is. I look at how many deals we got out of that state, what my average deal size is, and how many deals are closed. And so, and then I'll talk to my team too. Like, hey guys, how do you like playing in Texas? Do you, and they'll be like, oh yeah, we love it. We get deals pretty easy. We're selling deals there. Or they might say, oh, we hate it. No, you know, it's hard to comp the deals there. We don't know how to move them. So 
I let it run for two months and then I make my decision. If I like it, I keep the state on and then I go and move to turn another state, you know, another state on and then I'll run my KPIs again. So at any given time, I'm having like three or four new states that I'm ramping up to see if I like them or not. And over the course of the last year and a half, I've been doing that. And that's why we're in 38 states right now. Got and it. Also, yeah. So that, also, so that could be the, the fact that you excluded some of those states or just didn't renew. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you like even I haven't hate, gotten there yet even. I hate West Virginia. I hate the Dakotas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> I don't really like those states so much either, man. I, I, I'm yeah. with you on that. But still, 38 is huge, man. That is super crazy. So. You're in 38 states. Is AdWords the only inbound marketing that you guys are doing, or I should say, just marketing in general? Or are you also, you know, in, you know, having yeah. other strategies to get the leads? That's a great question. So that is the bread and butter for the most part. So that's about, I would say, 90% of our lead flow. But this year, we are experimenting around with some other lead flows. We are doing radio ads, which is uh, pay pay per call radio ads. We're just starting to experiment around with that a couple of weeks ago. We also uh, negotiated with a company um, to run our social media campaigns nationwide to drive in uh, leads from Facebook and Instagram, which I don't like those kind of leads because we've done that before. And those leads are very low quality, but this company has agreed to run and pay for our advertising and we just pay them on the back end. So ask me in a couple months how that's going to go. We just started doing that like a month ago. Sure, we're getting sure. pretty close on some deals there. And then... Um, so you let me do, and in JV, we do a lot of JV uh, stuff, you know, uh, I do JV agreements with my students, you know, that are, are learning to acquisition properties nationwide, we'll help them move them on the nationwide model. And so, yeah, and that's it, man. My, my main key is I, tr- I like inbound marketing. I don't like outbound marketing. I don't like cold calling. I don't like texting. I don't like RVM, even though that's how I built my company in the beginning. I call it Isn't that gate- funny. I'm in, a, yeah. I'm in the process of kind of pivoting into doing more inbound right now solely because I'm lazy and I don't like managing the people that I have yeah. to, you know, do also the laws are changing too. Let's be honest. There's, there's, they there's, are, issues, man. there's scary, issues there, scary. you know? So, yeah, um, I, I haven't like been sued as of yet, but I've gotten a few letters from people threatening I, to sue. I have, this. Right. I've got many of those demand letters. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, not that this is the topic by any means, but are you typically, have you found yourself in court? Is that why you stopped doing it? Or did you just have to pay people out or or did you just be able to get them to go away? I've had to pay out a few times to go away. We got an amazing uh, attorney on retainer here who will take care of any problems, any demand letters that I get or any issues, I'll send it over to him. We have one guy pushing right now for a class action against us um, that we obtained uh, beginning of last year. And we're still having problems with this guy coming back. And uh, my, my, my attorney's been on it for a good amount of time. And it's cost us some money. Um, before I used to chalk it up as it's the cost of doing business, right? And it is when you're doing that kind of marketing, you know? But it's just a headache, man. I hate getting them and I hate dealing with the pissed off attorneys and sellers. And it, it's just, it, it really- It's a much cleaner down. way of going around about your business, not it having to deal to with these individuals that, that get upset because- and again, yeah. this is neither here nor there, but like the whole, like, do not call this thing, right? Like, well, yeah, we're not selling something. We're trying to buy something, but you know, right. again, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah. you get, in, you know, you get, if you get, if you do get into court, it's like, well, is that your business? And you know, it's just yeah, so great, it's man. It's just so, so incredibly great. great. Like, it is, man. And I, I always recommend anybody who's getting started in the industry and uh, I always say, yeah, you know, start with cold calling, start with SMS and RBN. 
it's a it's a very cheap and inexpensive way, low barrier of entry to get away to get into wholesaling, right? The only cheaper way else other than that is door knocking. You can go door knocking, and that would be the, the cheapest because it's got cost of gas. And then telecommunications. Um, then after that, man, you, once you can afford it, scale into inbound marketing. I tell everybody, it, it, literally, here's here's a nugget, man. And on on telecommunications, we're about running about 72 leads per contract. Last time I was doing it, it was about a year ago, and I don't, I, don't, I have no idea where we're gonna run, where we would run at now. But on our PPC leads, we're running at 18 leads per contract. So if you're looking at man hours that you're spending, you have your team dig through these leads. Really, man, it makes sense to do inbound because your motivation's there. They're actual sellers, and then you, and the guys who are doing cold calling have to dig dig through a lot more leads to get a contract versus my guys who are digging through 18 leads to get a. Contract. But you said you were at 78 leads per we're contract. We're like 72. I think the last time we were doing it. Yeah, because we'll it was pretty it, high, and that was 70 plus. It was here in Phoenix, right? And Phoenix is obviously very competitive. I mean, you guys might probably get a different, you know, out east, maybe it's 50, right? Whatever the number is. But still, 18 leads for contract on PPC. I'm going to take that all day. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so marketing. Man, you nailed it. 90% AdWords. You're experimenting some radio. That's, a, that's on a pay-per-call type of an agreement. And then right. you started doing some social media Facebook and Instagram, we got a back-end deal. So again, you said, ask me later, but you're starting it, which is sweet. Starting it. Yeah, yeah. JV with some students and probably some other local investors. Yeah. Um, and you like the inbound at this point because- I like the inbound, man. Not only is it less leads per contract, but it's also cleaner and more ethical. Cleaner, less headaches, man. I less headaches. Sale cold calling. You got to go to every single new market, pull new data, do new skip tracing, get new cold callers, manage all that headache, new invoices where on PPC, I just go and turn a state on. I just do a click. Yeah, that's cool. And increase my budget. I mean, that's exactly, that's why I love it. So I like that. All right, cool. Let's talk about some of the softwares and systems. We can kind of combine these together. Yep. Um, but you had mentioned, obviously, you know, Google AdWords for marketing. Uh, what are you guys doing to like run your comps, uh, manage the, the, the leads that come in, what are you yep. guys using to sell those leads? I know there's probably a couple core systems that you like. Yeah, so as far as managing our CRMs, right now we're still on Podio, but I'm gonna tell you right now that's changing. We are flirting with uh, a couple other systems. There's, um, I mean, I, I could say here, uh, one's yeah. left main, which is runoff Salesforce. Another one is the uh, uh, Sal and Carl, Carlos and Sal's uh, Prospect X system i've been flirting with that it looks like it's a beast of a system that's not built on podio podio is just old school yeah. it's real clunky and I'm, I'm tired of it so we're looking to do the switch probably here in the next month or two mm -hmm. to get off our that crm but right now it's podio mm -hmm. we had a developer build it out for about five thousand dollars that has all the bells and whistles has all the contracts integrated in there has you know uh follow-up systems in there you know it's just it, it, it's done the job thus far but sure. i'm ready for a new cleaner platform mm -hmm. and i don't mind paying for it right because yep. in the long run it's just gonna have good roi how about so that's what you you're not really Cops pulling lists it doesn't doesn't sound like you're pulling lists because you're doing most of the stuff mm -mm. you know you know with the inbound at this point which is awesome uh but how are your how are your guys comping so comps man if it's a non-disclosure state we're going to use PropStream or propelio so that's, you know, for like Texas, 
You know, I think uh, what uh, there's a few of them out there. A lot of them are the attorney states. Uh, I think Georgia might be a mess. I can't remember. My team knows better than I do, but I know Texas is definitely one of them. Um, if it's a disclosure state like here in Arizona, man, we I used to use the MLS for everything, but literally, man, and this is sound this is gonna sound crazy, but we use Zillow because Zillow has all your sold comps, and I'm not talking about Zestimate. Don't use the Zestimate, but it right. has all your sold data right there, and it's on your phone, so you can literally just do it on the fly if you are. Uh, you know, you're at home, you need to call the property real quick, you pull up Zillow, put the address, and you can see all the comps in the area and just comp Apple apples and figure out exactly what your properties work. But we're using that. We're using like, you know, PropStream, obviously said Propelio, Redfin, on all, just the main uh, platforms that are out there. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's simple because there's just no reason not to pull it. Everyone's got the data. It's, 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 it's easy. Yep. So, now you had mentioned for the non-disclosure states, PropStream and Propelio, and then obviously yeah. Zillow as well. How about for the states that are disclosure states, right? Or the yeah, opposite that, that, of those? That's just Zillow, Redfin. Red Got it. Know, Got all, it. All the, uh, yep. Realtor.com, just anything yeah. and everything. Because it has all the direct MLS data in there. You don't need to buy third-party services. It's a, it's a spree, but everyone's afraid of Zillow because the Zestimate, that's our enemy. Yeah, no. no, we, I actually like using Zillow. And in my market, the Zestimate is actually a pretty close. Now, it, it depends, close. you know, street by street, neighborhood by neighborhood, and school district by school district. But, you know, that's basically a great place to start, you know. But yeah. I know in some areas that number could be inflated 30, 40%, or even, you know, the opposite of that. So you never want to just run with that number. But in certain parts of the country, that number actually works really, really well. But regardless of the Zestimate, you're absolutely yeah. right. All the sold data. It's in there. right there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then and what about also, like dispositions? Are you guys using like uh, investor lift or any yeah. sort of software oh, like yeah. that? Investor lift, man. That's like, uh, so the dispositions, we have two methods that mainly we use this one. One is investor lift, which sells, you know, a shit ton of our deals, man. Investor lift is a game changer in our business on the nationwide model. The second way is we flat fee list it for equitable interest. You know, and so we have literally a Rolodex now of flat fee listing services that are investor friendly that will list your property for equitable interest. You just got to know, know how to navigate the broker paperwork with my, my dispositions guy now. So I think Sylvester, he knows how to navigate that paperwork like the back of his hand because he's done so many deals like that. So got it. Yeah. So here in St. Louis, where I live and do my investing, we can actually list properties owner by contract. So some MLS zones will allow that. Very similar. Some yeah. won't. But if you find that flat fee listing and you let them know that you're owner by contract and you have that equitable interest, there mm -hmm. usually isn't any um, any objections. We have seen in the past sometimes where they'll maybe get make us get the permission of the seller. But if they're motivated enough, Corey, I'm sure that's no problem, right? You can that's get it. that. Right. You just got to know how to have the conversation with them. That's right. all they, they put the, the expectations up front. And that's with anything, man. Right. And, so um, are you using novations then whenever you're doing the flat fees? No, sometimes? no. Flat, no. Fee, flat fees just to sell our wholesale deals. Novation is a whole separate strategy, which is completely separate from uh, wholesaling. And novations, we're killing it now. We sold four novation deals just last week. So Holy we did over, yeah, we sold a, over 100 grand in novation deals just last week alone, man. We're trying to scale that model because it, honestly, I like novations better in wholesale. I do, man. It, it's game changer. I, I have a couple guys, a couple friends. I have one guy out in Tennessee. Um, I won't mention his name, but uh, he just switched his wholesaling company almost all the way over to 100% novations. And because wholesaling, man, it's just it's brain damage sometimes. Novations, 
since you're listing on the MLS and accepting conventional financing, you're listing it to the end user, you're having a lot less complications. You just got to get that power of attorney from the seller, have the novation contract done up front, make sure you have an attorney, you know, look at it. And man, it's, it's, it's game changer. And you're able to pay the like up to 90 cents on the dollar on some of these properties and still get your fee. So, oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. So basically you guys will accept any type of financing and there's really no, uh -uh. no anything yeah, on the MLS, no any offer that makes sense in numbers wise, you're saying, okay, let's yep. run with it, man. Let's I love it. it. When it's novation, you just got to make sure you got enough spread in there for your fee. Uh, you need inspection repairs you got to do. And then the realtors uh, fees, right? Cause you're paying for all like the, you're still, you're still promising the seller net to them a number. So you got to build in all those fees into your cost. Man, it sounds a lot like a net listing, but I know it's not. It's, it's very different. similar. You, you, right, right. Yeah, but I, and I'm not it's an agent or a broker, listing. so it wouldn't matter anyway. But yeah, you're, 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 it's a net listing, but you're acting as seller. Right. You're That's taking over. Different. You have you're like a limited power of attorney or something along those lines. The, the, Love it. The biggest thing is, man, is that you just got to make sure you work in very ethical guidelines when you do novations because it, people couldn't, can't take advantage of that power when they have the power of attorney. So you just gotta make sure you do everything ethical and on the up and up, you know? So that, that's the biggest key, man. Do right by the seller and then you can make a lot of money innovations. All right, so I gotta know, I gotta ask about your team, but before I ask about the team, how many deals are you guys, you know, contracting and or closing on average in a month doing, you know, basically marketing it to 38 different states, man, that's mind boggling to me. Yeah, I do marketing yeah, in one state. So it's like, wow. <laughs> they Lewis, some good deals out there, man. I've done deals there though. And you guys, you guys got some good deals. Um, right now, uh, roughly about 20 to 25 deals a month is probably where we're standing. Man, that's um, a ton. We, we had a dip last month, but that was because of my fault. I messed some things up in PPC, got things fixed and figured out because I was in there. Sometimes I get, uh, I start split testing stuff too much and I start changing things. I get ahead of myself and uh, I'll mess things up. But uh, so we had a dip last month, but this month we're back on track. We're going to kill it next month's looking amazing, especially with all the novations really starting to catch on. We just in integrated novations like probably like three or four months ago. And now it's just starting to really get some traction. So yeah, about 20, 25 deals a month is about what we stand on average. And um, yeah, man, and I think right now on whiteboard, we probably have like, close to 60 deals on the board right now under contract that are being worked under, under contract right under wow contract. i looked yeah. at mine i had 16 i believe it was as of this morning um good though. which isn't too bad for just my city right right, right <laughs> there in old St. Louis. that's right that's right yeah. but i love your model i think it's amazing so tell me i mean that is crazy bro 20 to 25 deals a month wow all over yeah. the nation so i mean that's that's got to require a team to do that many deals, right? What's your team look like? So three acquisitions, two dispositions, and a transaction coordinator, and then an in-house realtor. So, and the dispositions is where it really gets heavy when you go the nationwide. When we were local, it was like all the work was on the act side, and then dispositions was real easy. On, on nationwide, since there's so much more work, listing it with all these properties, with the flappy listing services, working with all these different buyers and brokers, you, you got to be more disposition heavy. So these guys are working like crazy every single day. There's three of them if you count the transaction coordinator. So, so you're saying three acquisitions, 
two dispositions, the coordinator, yep. which helps, I'm sure, with just anything and everything. He specific. helps all the disposition side, right? So yeah, really kind of in and out of that, right? And then you have an in-house realtor. What's the realtor's role? That's for my local. She lists all my fix and flips. Got it. So she's more of a local thing. But the acquisitions, the dispositions, and the closing coordinator, I'd imagine they're local, right? They all come to your office in Phoenix? Yeah, yeah I have they... an office. We all, I love the in-office office culture. Me too. I like that. Yeah. Yep. It, it gives me like the, uh, the drive to come in and hoorah and get them all hoorah. And they all love it too. I mean, we do work from home sometimes when, you know, when we won't need it. Like I have one acquisition out right now because she had her molars pulled out and she's doing some work from home and, and like just. Yeah. So it's not required, but you it. obviously hire local people and encourage them to come in. We do. So you don't have any yep. virtual people then or, or do you? I have two VAs, man. Two um, VAs, of course. That, yeah, I got two VAs. Yeah. And they just do like some uh, list pooling for me, um, uh, local model for buyers. And then they do like, um, you know, my KPIs and stuff like that. And and, uh, so not a lot. They don't do a lot. Man, I love it. Corey, thank you for sharing all that. So that's the marketing. That's some of the softwares that he's using. That's what the team looks like. Uh, How he's doing his dispo. I mean, 20 to 25 deals a month. I think one of the main things that stuck out to me was 70 plus leads per contract was where he was at prior. And that was the outbound marketing, right? The cold calling, the SMS, maybe you even included some other things in there. Yeah. But whenever you switched over to the, to the inbound, you know, with the pay-per-click specifically, you, you've cut that number like almost into a fourth, basically at 18 leads per contract. So yeah. Wow, that is phenomenal. Now, Corey, you got a program and you teach people, you know, how yeah. to nationwide wholesale and or how to scale their business. We you know, do. are you looking for people that are new? Are you looking for those that are already doing, you know, three, four, five deals a month that are going to take it to 20 to 25 or even more? Or what kind of people are you are you working with right now? Great question. And that's exactly what we're looking for is people who are already getting a couple of deals a month at least. They have an understanding of the industry that way because a lot of the people in our group are kind of higher level. They're already doing 10, 15 deals a month, and they're just wanting to learn how to do PPC, how to scale and get these buyers nationwide, how to use the flat fee listing services. So a lot of these people are just looking for scalability, and that's what uh, my program offers. So the, the, the name of the program is called New Age Wholesaling because you, it's the future of wholesaling is now. You can't build and scale up the old the old model of banded signs and cold calling, you know? So that's what we do. We target the people who have already understand that concept and let's get them to scale. Love so. it. So guys, new age wholesaling. You can actually learn more about his coaching and mentorship program at newagewholesaling.com. And, if you and want that'll a take- Video on it or just, you could actually DM me directly on Facebook, Corey Geary. I'll send you a video on it. And you can watch my, like, like a webinar on it. Or a couple sure. Weeks ago, sure. And then, yeah. Reach out to me, man. So you mentioned that you just launched this, like, you know, maybe a month or two back and already yeah. had about 25 people that are in the program. That is crazy and phenomenal, man. You yeah. are going to be, you are going to help hundreds, if not thousands of people, Corey, I am confident. Um, but that's the goal. That's the goal, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, you've already got people in there that are having success and you've only been at this, the whole coaching side of things. It sounds like for a couple months, yep. so guys, if you are already doing a couple deals, it doesn't sound like 
this was going to be the thing for you if you're brand new, right? This is probably more for the yeah. guys. Now, now it doesn't mean that Corey won't work with you by any means, yeah. but he's probably looking for those who are really ready to scale and they're already doing, you know, certain number of deals or basically, you know, have the one-on-one down. Let's put yeah. it that way. A lot of the conversations um, we're, we're talking about in these groups are high level, you know, and it's usually, you know, a lot of it's about marketing, which is obviously PPC, you know. But, right, uh, right. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And then, guys, if you want to connect with Corey, like he said, he, Facebook and Instagram are his go-tos. Facebook is Corey Geary, C-O-R-E-Y-G-E-A-R-Y. And his IG is actually his last name and then his first name. So just Geary Corey. Corey. Yep. And I always have an ask for, you know, the guests. I'm like, hey, what are you, what's one of your asks? And Corey said, this is before the show, he said, man, he's looking to buy mobile home parks. Yep. Right. So anywhere in the nation, I'm assuming. Right, Corey? That's correct. So um, we're partnered up in another mastermind where a guy will literally sponsor us in all the financing. And so we're just looking for mobile home parks nationwide. This, the numbers got to make sense. Send the lead over to us. We'll underwrite them if it makes sense. We're the actual buyer. We're not wholesaling these things. Um, in, in my journey, one thing I've learned, and I'm, and you know this because you got a lot of buying holds, is that you got to eventually get some cash flowing assets. You got to get uh, the ability to get off the hamster wheel. The wholesaling model is a hamster wheel. And to get off that, you need cash flowing assets. And so our go-to is going to be mobile home parks because these cap rates are insane. And so the guy we're partnering with, he's willing to partner with us. We just got to bring the deals to the table. We don't mind if you guys make assignments. You can make assignments on them. I never care how much you make. If the deal makes sense, I'm the same way when I fix and flip a property. I'll, I'll buy from wholesalers all the time. Um, if the deal makes sense, we'll buy it and uh, you can make your fee. Guys, did you hear that? You got a cash buyer on the podcast right now trying to sell you on wholesaling him a deal. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. So if you come across a trailer park, what's the minimum number of lots? Maybe 10? 20, 20, 20. it was 20 to 60 park owned units. Now you can have a mixture of lot owned and park owned, Got but it. ideally 20, 60. And obviously we want, you know, some distress there so we can, uh, you know, go in there and fix and flip, you know, fix up these, uh, these units or put new units in there and then raise the, the, you know, the cap rate up. Right. And, uh, you know, get the highest and best out of it. And that way in the future we refinance our money out of it. And then we have a solid stable, uh, cash flowing, you know, asset. So. Love it, man, Corey. It's been an absolute pleasure. You Absolutely. motivate the hell out of me. I can tell you, you that right now. And I know you're going to motivate anybody and everybody that's listening or watching this particular podcast. Guys, Corey is crushing the game. 38 states, nationwide wholesaling, yeah. has not, not that big of a team. You know, you're talking maybe seven, eight, nine people if you include some VAs, yeah, but he doesn't man. have a team of 30 people, right? He's got a a team of, of local uh, hustlers that are helping him acquire and disposition these wholesales. He's looking for trailer parks. So if you come across a trailer park, connect with Corey on Facebook, Corey Geary. Again, that's C-O-R-E-Y-G-E-A-R-Y and or Instagram, Geary Corey. It's just flipped. It's backwards. There's probably no space yep. in there, right? No, nope, no space in there. And Got it. Easy to and, find me. Follow that's me. on the... Uh, so connect with him on the trailer park leads and or if you want more information about his program. And then, you know, last but not least, New Age Coaching. I'm sorry, New, New Age, Age Wholesaling. Wholesaling. New Age Wholesaling is the uh, coaching and mentorship program. And again, guys, you can learn more about that over at newagewholesaling.com. Corey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, you got some parting words for the audience today? 
what would be your number one piece Man, of advice for somebody that's that's looking to scale? Biggest, I think I think we should zero it in on something along the lines of that. But like, you know, what would be your number one piece of advice if somebody okay, is listening right now and they're doing, you know, let's say they're doing, you know, two to five deals a month and they're really looking to get, you know, up to the 10 or the 15 or maybe even the 20 mark like yourself. Yep. The biggest mistake I made when I went nationwide is I turned my local marketing off and transitioned right into PPC nationwide. What that did is it ran my company in the red for three months. I lost 70 grand one month, 50 grand another month, and 30 grand the next month after that. Then I got in the green again. So the biggest the mistake was I turned off my local stuff, which we were very good at doing. That was our bread and butter at the time and transitioned to this new model where we were learning how to do nationwide, but we were not good at it. Mm. We were horrible at it. And so we lost a lot of money in the beginning. So in the beginning, guys, when you're doing this, just make this an arm of your business. Make it a small vertical. But keep, yeah, keep that main bread and butter going. Don't stop that. And just slowly ramp up and transition into the nationwide. Don't just switch over on a whim like I did and lose a bunch of money. Man, that is great advice, guys. Add this to your to your marketing or, or your or your tool belt, you know, versus just trying to go to do all of that. If you're doing marketing already, and you have to be to be doing, you know, three to five deals a month or more, right? You'd have to be doing marketing already. So do not turn that off. Man, that is phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. advice. You make mistakes, you pivot and learn from it, man. It's like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> that is exactly, that is exactly right. Well, Corey, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I'm so appreciative of your time and grateful for you uh, sharing some of your information and time with us. Thank Guys, you. don't forget, you can connect with Corey on Facebook or Instagram, Corey Geary on Facebook, Geary Corey, just the flip of that on Instagram. And if you want more information about his coaching, again, send him a direct message or Please. just go direct, newageewholesaling.com. He has a page over there that explains his program um, in a little bit more detail. Um, Corey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Thank honor. you for all the advice and information. And uh, I'm sure me and you will, will connect soon. Guys, right, thanks again. for listening. Until next time, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.